0: Cats at night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. We are back, and now we have uh, Gordon G. Chang with us. uh, And uh, so many things happening in the Far East. You see rioting in the streets. But what's going on? Give us an update. You were on Bernie and Sid this morning and and, uh, a lot of problems in China. Gordon, tell us what's going on.
1: Well, John, um, after a fire in Thursday in the Chinese city of Urumqi, a protest broke out across China. And this was Beijing, Shanghai, but also throughout the western part of the country, from the north to the south. And these protests, John, were spontaneous. They were not organized. People were just sick and fed up. And these protests, they were triggered by the loss of life in an apartment, um, firefighters' firefighters couldn't get there because of COVID barriers in the streets. Also, people were wired into their apartments and couldn't leave. Um, so really, right now, uh, China is unstable because people there um, have had enough of the Communist Party and they've had enough of Xi Jinping. Gordon Chang, this is uh, uh, Pete King. I have a question. Uh, do you think the United States should say anything in support of the demonstrators or that just give credence to China saying this is you know, generated by outsiders? Is it best to let it run its course? Uh, we absolutely have to say something, Congressman. Um, the United States stands for freedom and democracy. Right. We have to talk about it loudly. We've got to talk about it proudly. And we've got to remember that we are in an existential fight with China. You know, It's not because of anything that we say or do. But China believes that it must destroy the United States because they're worried about the inspirational impact of our values and our form of governance on the Chinese people. So – It's unfortunate, but we now find ourselves in a struggle. And there's only going to be one um, that's going to survive this. It's either going to be the People's Republic of China or the United States of America. So let's stop trying to please a dictatorship that is out to destroy our country. Yeah, I wasn't talking about pleasing a dictatorship. I didn't want to give them the propaganda weapon to use, saying the U.S. is behind it. Listen, I understand where you're coming from. I also think the United States should find ways to slowly but surely stop doing business in China. Absolutely, um, because we should not be enriching a regime that is using the proceeds of our trade and investment to build weapons to kill Americans. Well, Gordon That's it's true.
0: Richard Weinberg, it's even more troubling because a large amount of the pharmaceutical components, as well as the the batteries and other uh, nobody's other equipment. made an attempt to move the pharmaceuticals. Right. So the the problem right. the problem is we are dependent on China unless we unless we want very few antibiotics. Uh, how do you move? Uh,
1: Well, President Trump actually in the last months in office came up with a plan uh, basically to fund the development and production of active pharmaceutical ingredients in the United States. Now, his plan misfired. Um, It was not competently put together, but at least he was thinking about it and tried. The Biden administration is doing nothing in this regard, and we absolutely cannot rely on China for pharmaceuticals because we know in the early stages of the pandemic, they actually threatened to cut off pharmaceuticals to the United States if we didn't do what they wanted. So this is just unacceptable. And Gordon Chang, back to that fire that broke out in Urumichi. Am I saying it correctly? Uh, Urumichi, yeah. Yeah, people's doors were locked from the outside. There's actual video of this, that they went around and did this. The Chinese Communist Party did it. Forty-four people burnt to death, including a three-year-old. We just had Bill O'Reilly on before, and we're talking about good versus evil and you have the communist regime that doesn't believe in a god so to them to them a life lost is meaningless to them they don't care about thou shalt not kill we're dealing with an, an evil dictatorship that has absolutely no moral compass so how you know this how can we actually even you know try try to do anything what can be done when you have a regime that just doesn't care that 44 of their own people will burn to death yes and it's not just 44 people of course it's yes. been- tens of millions of people over the course of the People's Republic. But those 44 deaths um, are the ones that triggered the demonstrations and the protests across China on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, You know, Lydia... I couldn't agree with you more. Um, and when we start to look at what the regime does, we can understand that we cannot coexist with it. You know, it's unfortunate. We'd like to coexist with everybody. And it would be nice if we can get along with China. But we won't be able to do that as long as the Communist Party is around. And I know that's a lot for a lot of for Americans to accept. But nonetheless, we have seen the hostile propaganda. We have seen them um, try to spread COVID, try to sell fentanyl into the U.S., This is just an all-out assault on the United States. Gordon,
0: that fentanyl crisis coming through the southern border wouldn't be happening unless the ingredients were going into Mexico and mixed by the cartels to come into the United States. The Chinese Communist Party could stop that, couldn't they?
1: Of course, because they're behind the fentanyl gangs. These fentanyl gangs are large. They're well organized. They're international in scope. They launder their proceeds through the Chinese banking system. And in the Communist Party's total, total surveillance state, these gangs could not operate. We know that China uses Chinese-owned TikTok to propagate the glorified drug use. They want to kill Americans. That's 77,000 Americans last year who died from overdoses of illegal fentanyl. So we should consider each of those a murder. Uh, well, why is how, how, po- serious,
0: how serious you, do you see it? I mean, you're one of the uh, – you know, I guess the, uh, as far as China goes, you're one of the experts. On a scale of 1 to 10, how effective is this uh, protest?
1: Um, Today, you can put it maybe at a 3 on the ineffective range. Um, But this is not going away, John, because the Chinese people have just had enough of the Communist Party. And there's going to be a long-term struggle between the party and people. And this may go quiet for times. But I think we're going to see this again and again and again. And that's what's making China so unstable right now. And that's what's making the regime so hostile, because they realize that they've got an existential problem at home. They've got to find somebody to blame. They're going to blame us for this, and there's no way they can do that legitimately, but they're going to try. And that means troubled relations between the United States and China, which is going to be unfortunate, but it, that's what it is. Gordon, why is COVID spreading the way it is? Is it because of the inadequate vaccine they have, or is there some other reason? That's a great question. Um, China has um, a number of vaccines, like about seven of them, but only two of them have been widely used, um, put into people's arms. Those two vaccines are not effective at all at stopping Omicron. So the regime actually believes that isolation is the only effective defense And um, so, therefore, they've got this draconian zero-COVID policy, which they go to enormous – to any lengths to stop disease, as Lydia just talked about, including welding people into their own uh, apartment units with tragic consequences. Welding them into their
0: apartment. units? they lock them in like they're self-confined in their apartments Mm -hmm. as a jail.
1: Yeah. Some people have only been wired into their apartments, um, but some people have actually been welded into their apartments. Um, And that means that uh, in a case of a fire, you know, they're going to die if that fire reaches their apartment.
0: Unbelievable. Gordon G. Chang, thank you for the update, and we'll talk to you later on in the week. And, well, whatever happens, happens. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you, John, and thank you, everybody. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.